you know, we've never done it before. And you walk into these hundred smart, alecky, I am Bangalore students. I have to say this, but it's a very entitled group of people. Why are we studying? You know, we are already so smart. And you know, why are we even here? And what time is lunch? And when is it getting over? It blows your mind when a girl writes to you from Afghanistan. You're good with people. You'll be good in an HR job. And I was like, yes, Papa. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> and that helped, you know, because you put up a video, you put your life into it, you put your soul into it and it doesn't do well. And that happened all the time. You know that. We all know yeah. that. So initially it was challenging, I must say. I hope the viewers listen to this part of your podcast. I think when you're an entrepreneur, you don't feel like a CEO at all. It's not you tried, you failed. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. And one thing led to the other and I found myself accidentally saying I would love to teach. Today, I'm excited to bring in my next guest, Chetna Vasiste who is a YouTuber and an amazing individual. Her own channel, Chat Chat, has now close to three and a half million subscribers and her story on how she became a YouTuber is fascinating. So if you are in content generation or looking to create content, you should not miss out this show. And without much further ado, let me get on with it. Hi Chetna, welcome to Masters Decoded Season 3 podcast. Really glad to have you on the show today. Thanks for having me, Anis. I've been watching some of the episodes you've done. Fantastic work, you know. I, like I was saying, maybe this should be reverse. We need to know how you do this fantastic work. But but great stuff and thanks for having me. No, no, it's, it's an absolute honor and a pleasure to have you. Uh, and I'm sure my audience will realize why I say that it's an absolute honor as we go through this conversation and the impact you've been having uh, with many on many, many lives. Uh, but before we get to the impact you are currently doing, I just want to kind of go back a little bit, few years, uh, where you started off your career in the banking industry. Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, and how did that start and what happened and what got you into banking? Yeah, so I always say, you know, life has its own plans. You may have whatever, but, you know, somebody somewhere laughing at you. So, uh, <laughs> I wanted to become a doctor. Oh, wow. And I, okay. Yeah. And I keep saying, you know, in another life, maybe I will. But in this lifetime, <laughs> it's a different kind of medicine that I'm practicing. <laughs> but anyhow, so I moved on from there to do economics, went to do an MBA, joined the banking world. And uh, education was a passion. I always somehow felt that that's something I wanted to do. So while I was still with the bank and I was in Bangalore at the time, I remember with Stanchart had set up a new branch and I had sort of gone there to take care of it. And I walked into I Am Bangalore to talk about hmm. placements and to say, you know, I was with Stanchart and I said, no, Stanchart should be day zero, blah, blah, blah. And one thing led to the other and I found myself accidentally saying I would love to teach and the head of the marketing department was sitting at the other end and he grabbed that opportunity and he said, we'd love to have people from industry come and teach. So would you like to take a program? And I ended up saying yes. So 
Wow. That's where it began. I actually used to go on Saturdays and Sundays to teach at IIM Bangalore while I was doing a Monday to Saturday job. So I was like, you know, uh, it was difficult to create content while you were being this banker and all of that. But I did realize, and I was in this huge three idiot style auditorium, if you remember, and it was unnerving yeah. at the start because. You know, we've never done it before, and you walk into these hundred smart, alecky, I am Bangalore students yeah. who are looking at you and saying, you know, what is she going to teach us? And uh, but I ended up feeling that this gives me. I would I would walk to my car and I would be singing a tune, and I felt that this is finally something that I am really deeply at many levels enjoy. Hmm. and that's where the bug set in and then slowly i would keep that teaching on the side and eventually i left my banking job and i did a lot of teaching i set up a training company for learning tree i went back to the bankers and did training and then um, you know it was just about impact i was finding myself huddled in classrooms and banking conference rooms with i have to say this but it's a very entitled group of people you know oh, yes. the bankers and the mba students who felt ke you know why hum ke padha rahi hai you know hum to we are already so smart and you know why are we even here and what time is lunch and when is it getting over so it was not joyful and the whole sort of dream that i had built saying i'll teach somebody and i'll change their life turned out to be i'm standing there and they're saying you know what time are we finishing hmm. so that's when i realized that i probably need to reach out to people who don't have easy access to all of this Education. and they yeah. yeah and they value it and they cherish it and they feel and we need to do it for free for them and youtube was a platform very very beautiful egalitarian platform that genuinely you know big thanks to them that helped helped our voices reach out and then the broadband uh, you know uh, came about in a way that people from literally from uh, you know small districts in the remotest part of the world could be watching you and i can't say yep begin to say how amazing that is for someone like you and me to be able to reach those people so Agreed. that's where the story actually started and then there's you start getting feedback from uh i one of the biggest moments in my life was a girl wrote to me saying i'm writing to you from afghanistan oh wow and she yeah and she said to me that my parents don't even let me study let alone give me money to study abroad and she said she chanced upon one of my videos on an erasmus mundus scholarship to study in the in europe and you know she said long story short i'm writing to you from austria i'm studying here on a full scholarship and it blew my mind you know i was just making wow. videos i thought i was just doing some small time stuff sitting in front i still think i'm doing small time stuff sitting in at home, you know in a home in front of a mic but it blows your mind when a girl writes to you from afghanistan saying i'm in austria and i said kudos to you man all power to you i've done maybe just a iota bit but amazing you must have fought battles to be there you know this video can't yeah. be it but but then you realize that 
the little little things have the so much joy you can bring into you can i don't know you know it better than me you said it to me when we were pre recording you know saying that ultimately you're doing it only just to change 10 people's lives and you know it exactly what i'm saying you know so yeah that's where we are today no uh, you know it's not just four people five people when i look at the some of the comments on your youtube channel uh, and the impact you've been having on people's life is just profound and more power to you as well uh, and keep doing that work uh, but you know i just want to you spoke about you were teaching at iim bangalore what were you teaching uh, or what did you start teaching as a visiting faculty or a visiting professor yeah so again i keep saying life happens i, I was a science student wanting to do medicine moved on to uh, studying an economics, economics honors degree at delhi university went on to doing an mba in hr because oh, my wow. father thought yeah my father said to me and i was like 19 years old he said you're good mm-hmm. with people you'll be good in an hr job and i was like yes papa <laughs> i had no idea so i did an mba in hr and i didn't like it sorry all the hr people out there i'm sure it's a great thing but it just wasn't for me got into yeah. a marketing role in the bank and i was doing corporate banking investment banking and uh, So when I went into I am Bangalore, I was like, "What am I going to teach?" And they said, "Why don't you take a course on services marketing?" Hmm. So it was fascinating because that's when I started learning about how the airlines and the hotels and all the services industries, how they do marketing, which is so different from what a McDonald's or a Domino's does. So that was the course I started with. But eventually, I taught it. about 2030 uh, of these mba institutes and i eventually taught all the marketing courses from data mining to crm to marketing 101 wow. to you know every, every consumer behavior to everything then you learn you know and then yeah you just you learn and yourself and the joy is also in that learning uh, every time a new area so yeah so when you st- So from there you started your own company as well learning tree and what was learning tree focused on uh, was it on language skills or was it still on the core marketing skills yeah. which you were focused on So again uh, a series of things like i say Yeah so you'll wonder why i'm teaching english i had no background in english i've not not in english student i've never taught english so when i set up learning tree again it happened by accident my ex banking friends the community was like mm. chitna why are you teaching at these mba schools you know why don't you come in and teach our bank employees something about banking because i i don't want to be tooting my own horn but i was i was doing reasonably well in the bank when i left so to, and i enjoyed it you know so so they said you know listen uh, you're no longer doing it but why don't you come back and do some programs for us at the bank so i set up the training company hmm. largely to provide training to banks and by the time i had done so much marketing that i was doing key account management wealth management training private banking training so all the sales teams in banks whether they were facing corporate clients yeah. or whether they were facing high net worth individuals but all the sales and you know the relationship management teams of banks those were the teams that i started training and this company was largely about uh, you know just the training 
business so so to speak that i would do and then that did well too i was i trained, did work with about 20 25 banks in india and dubai and i was you know all over traveling with a suitcase all the time for doing these two day three day workshops here and there it was great fun but then i did tell you that you know it it i somehow felt i had a, to reach out to a greater audience and had more purpose to do rather than But that was fun though but everything has a shelf life yeah. and you enjoy everything to a point i did it for about 8 to 10 8 or years and it was fun but i wanted to move on hmm but you know going from that teaching where you, first of all you were teaching like you said like the three idiot type of classroom you know like an auditorium or like a almost a c type of classroom to going into corporate setup which is a atypical like conference room or uh, teaching in that's kind of a setup to facing a camera uh, you know um, i don't know about you but i i have always been camera shy you know i can speak in front of people i can uh you know give lectures and whatever but facing a camera was a big big step was that okay meaning was that okay for you was that natural for you just standing in front of a camera and start talking to no one but to a a device <laughs> yeah you know when you're used to students and you're used to seeing their eyeballs and the response and the laughter and all of that you miss it because you have somebody who you think you've cracked a joke and nobody laughs back at you and you're like what happened just now but uh, everything took a bit of learning you know frankly i wasn't even a youtube user when i started the youtube channel forget about making oh, wow. a video recording a video editing a video i knew nothing zip 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 so um mm. yeah i i have to say that uh, you know this one thing uh, one little thing i feel about things and i let bring it on you know ho jayega we'll figure it out we may not be the smartest cookie of the block we may not be the first one to complete the 100 right. meter dash but we'll get there at some point and and the journey is fun right. and I'll, so i just decided when i set up the youtube channel i remember i, to, I told myself that i will edit my videos on my own simply because i just didn't wow. Okay. feel that i should just get dependent on somebody and then not know what are the possibilities of this and you know how to even guide them if i don't know what to do so i learned mm. editing i remember youtube had a space in koregaon at that time uh, i was in bombay and i would go there and i would sit in these mm. classes where they would take color correction classes and you know three point lighting system classes and i was the only one sitting there in a bunch of editors sitting around me and i was copiously making notes on how to do color correction and how to do editing and sound editing and light wow. uh, this thing and but i just felt i needed to learn and the first 100 videos i edited on my own and literally i waited for 100 and the 101st I had signed up this editor and I said I'm going to give you only my the footage for the 101st video and even now today many times when the guys on leave and this thing I just pick up my premiere pro and I love it I just sit and do my own thing on the video that's so right it's we learn we're all uh, 
beyond just that. Nice. You know, th- that's one of the biggest things which I've never been able to get to is editing my own videos. Today, I can't. I Meaning, I know technology, I know how to use it, uh, but I just can't get out of it. So, meaning I've hired somebody who does it for me and that helps. Even these podcast videos, they really help. Uh, but, you know, when you think about the overall aspect of YouTube, uh, learning that algorithm, learning how to post, when to post, what content would work, how were you able to get through that aspect? Like, you know, it's it's a lot for somebody to learn. And you went full in. The good news is that you went all in. Uh, and, you know, that became a full time for you. Uh, while you were working as well, I understand you started your YouTube in 2015, uh, which you had a great starting point uh, and much earlier on than many others who started after you. But, you know, understanding the algorithm, titles, thumbnails, you know, there is a lot of complication. It's not like just you can put up any video and it will work. How did you figure out all of those aspects? Okay, nice. You know, if you meet somebody on YouTube and you ask them what is the algorithm, I doubt anybody will be able to give you that answer. I doubt, seriously doubt whether anybody really knows and there is one formula. There's probably no one formula. It's probably, a, Hmm. you know, like the stock exchange. Every day based on response, they just... So... You live, you learn, you the only couple of things which I said are going to be my North Star. One is that I will post a video Mm. every Friday. And I have to say that in eight years, uh, so I have been able to do about 450 odd videos, which is roughly about 52 weeks into eight years. So I can literally count on my fingertips the Fridays that I would have missed. So that was one thing which I decided that come what may. And that helped, you know, because you put up a video, you put your life into it, you put your soul into it, and it doesn't do well. And that happened all the time. You know that. We all know that. Yeah. Now, if I sit and look at that and say, what about this? What is this? Not nobody. That's the end of it, you know. So I decided that, okay, the moment I put up the video, I've sent it into the black hole. And it's no longer mine. It's gone. Now the universe will show it to whoever it needs to be and open it in front of whoever screen it needs to, whether it's that girl from Afghanistan or there was another girl. I'm digressing right now, but there was another girl who watched one of my interviews with Terence Lewis. And okay. she came back and she was a prospective dancer, I remember. And she was struggling. And she told me, she says, I was trying, thinking, contemplating suicide. And yeah. she said, I saw your video in which Terence, you know, and the story of that man, you know, he was, he grew up in a, literally in a slum, I'll say. Out of eight mm. children, his father was a mill worker. And he was one out of the eight children. And, and from there, he says, in the in the video, he told me, it took me 20 years to become an overnight success. Hmm. And she watched that video and she said, I watched that video of yours and I've decided that I will put in those 20 years before I call it quits and I will put my life and soul into it. I will not give up. So I'm coming back. So when you when your video doesn't do well, but you see these little 
sparkles of hope and you say what is my next my next friday and then i am always just thinking about my next friday i'm saying oh ho gaya done and that sort of keeps you going then you learn obviously you know like i said i attended a lot of workshops even now today i attend youtube workshops i think youtube must be saying you know <laughs> very few uh, sort of 8 year old youtubers are still attending workshops but i i'm aware of the fact that there is all even today i am no expert there is a lot left there which i don't know it's just that i keep mm-hmm. making notes to self saying okay this keep in mind this keep in mind that keep in mind so there are a lot of notes stuck here but there is a huge amount of learning still remaining i mean honestly that will never end yeah yeah no and i continue to uh, learn myself uh, and that's the best part right uh, of uh, creating content for platforms like these where you know your learning never stops because there's everything changing and it's not just you uh, who's creating or i creating a content there are so many of us who are creating content and each one has its own unique style has their own unique perspective uh, and what can become an overnight success and what may not become an overnight success there's always that thought process like you know you can get to learn not try to sulk to your point ke yaar ye nahi chala wo nahi chala itni mehnat kari ye video pe 10 ghante laga diye 25 ghante laga diye but ye video nahi chala right rather than thinking in that way you have been uh, able to learn so much from each other uh, which is just profound right like they everybody talks on the youtube world mr beast but he puts millions of dollars in one video uh, and it, it doesn't look like he makes money out of those videos also so today that is no longer his revenue generation so talking about revenue generation uh, chetna that there are a lot of people i meet today and uh, like yesterday i was talking to somebody and he said anish kya aap influencer banna chahte ho aap content creator full time banna chahte ho and i said no i don't want to नहीं ऐसे लग रहा है कि आप जॉब छोड़ दोगे और आप पैसा कमाना इसी में एक पैसा कमाओगे नहीं मुझे भी करना है बोला अच्छा तो क्या लग रहा है आपको मैंने आई आस्ट इम लाइक वॉट इज स्टॉपिंग यू और वॉट इज नो आई हैव दिस फ्यूर दैट पैसा मिलेगा कि नहीं मिलेगा स्टार्टिंग में एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट सो I gave him an advice, and I don't want to share what I gave. But I would love to give uh, or get from you, like, what will be your advice? Because some people have this perspective; it is overcrowded market as well right now, creating content. What will be your advice to somebody who's thinking of starting today? Yeah, it's a it, it's a big question because you're right. You know, every corner you go to, there are kids coming and asking you, "I want to become a YouTuber," and they're not even looking for your advice actually they're pretty sure they want to become youtubers so when i'm asked for advice this is what i would say i think a youtube channel is like a startup and yeah. at this point i would say do a startup only if you feel you have some idea or some concept or something which is going to change something which is already existing so a don't just say i want to start a channel and then i'll figure it out so you have to have a very what is that compelling thing that i'm going to do which right now most people are not doing so one 
if you know that what is that and what is your real usp because eight years back you could be jack of all trades today it's not going to be today people come to you for a specific reason and they go to somebody else for a specific reason so what is that a specific thing that you are going to bring to the table now that is just the beginning the second thing that i would say to them is do you have the staying power if you fail repeatedly every friday in my case every friday in your case whatever you know the frequency if you thursday. fail repeatedly every thursday at box office you're failing for my 99th video was successful okay so let's just put perspective wow. 99 fridays later i was 2 years later 2 years mm. of putting up stuff every friday the 99th video showed me a glimmer of hope but do you have the staying power and the ability to keep doing what you doing because you love it so much and you believe so much in it even if you're failing repeatedly if the answer is yes do it but if the answer is i want to make money then there are better places to make money there is a job for instance job gives you a steady flow of money every month and hopefully it'll keep increasing month on month and i did a job with byjuice for 3 years uh, even though my channel was 5 years old and i could have said okay no i want to make but i did a job and i ran my channel on the side hmm. so i would say don't do youtube to make money do it because you yeah. have the passion to do it and you have the patience and the determination to continue doing it because you love it so much and then if you're meant to make money and it's meant to do well and all of that will happen but you want to make money i would say there are other places to go to now the same answer i gave him as well uh, i said uh, if if you feel because people look at the the greener side right uh, mr beast and in india you would see nitin kamath's podcast or or you know ranveer or any of these folks right like they have really become big like you right you all have become big but it's, it, they were not big day one right it's taken a lot of hard work uh, it's taken a lot of sweat and blood uh, and a lot of uh, dejections and uh, stuff like my channel as well today i don't claim i i'm just i just feel that today is day one for me as well um i'm not there anywhere and it's not, like i told you honestly when you asked me how's it going i was like i'm not looking to make money right now i'm just putting it out there so yeah you're right uh, if people are coming with an intention that they'll be able to make it money until unless they've cracked everything the content the script the thumbnails the algorithms and all of that and if they have a perfect recipe to make money then go for it but i don't think anybody has figured that out yet anyone i don't know if there is anything like that <laughs> i'm not sure there is anything like that no i perfect I, recipe <laughs> no even i've i've yeah, there is never a perfect recipe even when you make food recipes never work right sometimes so it all depends upon w- yeah. what yeah. what works but just changing gears yeah. a little bit yeah uh, and let's talk a little bit more about content and the ideas right you said you think about the next friday now uh you release your video yesterday uh now where does that idea come about like okay abhi ye karna hai abhi ye baat karni hai is it a built up or is it you know i know you are now following certain themes which is language 
and specifically English. Uh, yesterday's video was amazing, by the way. If people haven't watched it, they should watch it. I learned a lot uh, because I do apologize a lot and I do <laughs> say sorry a lot, by the way. Uh, so uh, that's something which I'm working on and your video really helped me uh, to understand and probably use different uh, themes. But how do you build that content idea or content calendar for yourself? Yeah, okay. So uh, things have changed over a period of time. I started the channel with study abroad as the theme because at that point in time, I had done a lot of work in the area of study abroad. And then from there, slowly mm. I realized it was a small niche. Anyway, so you move from one niche to the other. I'll come answer your question. I'll also answer in the meantime another question that you had asked me earlier about how did English happen. So I'll answer that and I'll answer this together. Uh, I, sure. like I said, was never trained in English, but I was doing my channel in English. And there was a huge pressure coming from the audience that you Hindi mein baat karo. Aap, aapko Hindi aati hai. Because many times they would hear me talk in Hindi and I'm a North Indian. I speak very fluent Hindi. But hmm. I didn't feel I wanted to create content in Hindi. It just wasn't giving me that feeling that this is what I want to do. And I know that it is tempting to create. I know the same thing that today if I had three and, a, three and a half million subscribers, yeah, if I had made the channel in Hindi, this could have easily been eight or nine million. That also I'm aware of. But I didn't want to. I said, this is the beaten path. Sab I want to be different. I want to cater to that audience who is an aspirational English learner. And then I realized that why don't I teach them English? If that mm. is the area of struggle, instead of me moving into Hindi, why don't I teach them English? Because if that's the problem, they definitely want to learn English. So that's how it started. And the first few English videos took off. And it just happened timing-wise that uh, the I started teaching English pre-COVID. And in COVID, everything went through the roof. So English was the one that went through the roof. And I thought, this is what people want me to do. And then I sort of toggled between study... Uh, you know, routines and English. And I persistently found that my English videos were doing better than. So then you just go with, you know, what the audience wants. If they they want you to teach English, then that if that's what you want to watch. I, I love it. And I teach differently because I'm not a teacher. So I'm not going to teach you the way the teacher yes. teaches you. And that's what probably they enjoy. And I learned so much as well. Yeah. So now the question is, how do I get my next topic? You know, so one is I've sort of told you how the broad theme shift happened, but how do I get to the next topic? So two things, very simple things, which all of us do. One is, of course, I do analyze while I'm saying I go into a black hole. That's more an emotional thing. But I do analyze it, what is doing well. And I do objectively go back and look at my videos if they don't do well. And I'm a very good critic for myself I'm able to identify something and let me change it so that's one way I pick up and then I read all the comments and that's is that will surprise you but I read literally every comment on the channel I read I try to respond to a lot wow. myself and that no I have a team of five or six people but the comment responding business is mine and I will never wow. give that away to anybody That's else because that is my ears to the ground. And then they mm. tell me, they tell me, you know, teach me this, teach me that. Ye karo. And then I start seeing a pattern you know, to three, four, five people asking for the same thing and stuff. 
and then of course there is because it's it's the education field there is an annual calendar so right now for example is all time low because there's world cup and diwali that's hmm. come together so nobody wants to study so yes. there's an annual calendar there are exams yeah. there is a time when they want to prepare there's a time when they want to do summer holiday related stuff so then we also have to attune ourselves to their annual calendar and so broadly 1 2 3 uh the the calendar gets built hmm interesting so uh you know when you read your own comments uh the point which you made sometimes these comments can be not good uh and i'm not talking about trolls here uh i'm talking about com- comments which can be nasty uh and you said you are a self critique to your own work uh so how do you balance that out like what yeah. you critique your own self you take it at a certain level but when somebody else does that at a very derogatory or in a nasty way how do you balance your mind that okay yeah yeah so initially it was challenging i must say uh, because you know mm. it takes a while for you to uh, get your head around it initially when people would say okay you know what do you even know that you're trying to teach us and mm. who are you and all those kind of things and then there'll be a lot of personal comments which girls tend to get so there'll be comments about your appearance etc which also will come so initially it was challenging i remember i used to i used to get very you know worked up or sad or upset and i used to that comment would linger in my mind saying why did this person say this but now yeah. i've been able to sort of categorize it into a couple of categories the personal physical appearance based comments i ignore largely i just keep saying that okay that's a kind and ignore it when it comes to the other content there's a lot of love a lot disproportionately mm. yeah. i would say that you know the there's no number i'm putting there but the largest volume of messages that i get is sheer love thankfulness gratitude and i can't tell you how it is my it is my biggest reason why i'm continuing to do what i do now there let's talk mm. about critique critique can be genuine critique but given in a harsh way so i try to look for the messages right. what is it exactly that they are not liking because i don't disregard anybody if they say i didn't like something i i give it a lot of thought and say okay what is it that they would not have liked did they not like my style of teaching did they not like my style of talking did they not like something somebody says ki aap teacher lagte nahi ho aap aise kapde kyun pehante ho then i ignore that but if somebody says right. to me that you know the way you explained present tense in this confused me then i look at that mm. very i go back i watch the video to that point and i actually i mean the i hope the viewers listen to this part of your podcast because genuinely if they tell me i didn't understand that point in the video i go back i watch it and i say kya samajh mein nahi aaya hoga mm. and i really mm. watch and rewatch and i say okay uh, maybe i need to simplify things a little more next time so it's the way i learn and i don't nice. take it lightly if they tell me you've made a mistake which i do sometimes i in one or two videos and one of my very big videos recently it's gone in two months it's crossed a million it's on tenses and at one point i have made a mistake i have 
I've said the right thing, but the text on screen is wrong. Hmm. Because you know, while editing, something went wrong with the text on screen, and I didn't check. Now, obviously, it's a mistake. I can't say right. it's editor's fault. It is my mistake. I should have checked anyway. So it it went wrong. I've said it correctly. So the many children pointed out saying that this point pe apne na jo likha hai wo galat hai. And I acknowledge it, and I always say thank you for telling me. I really appreciate that you're watching it and you're you know what's right. and you're pointing it out i really appreciate it and i'm sorry next time i'll be more careful so i don't think this is criticism i think this is real stuff you know this if this is not happening then they're not watching yeah. yep and your critiques are your sometimes your best customers right or your best in our case yeah. the best community members who help us grow because they are giving first of all they're taking time out to give us feedback and second is they are uh, they care for us and that's why they are openly sharing it with us so uh, you know and your approach towards it is yeah. profound i i i have had a lot of conversations with other uh, creators i would say and it does hurt them emotionally uh, but like you rightly said right they are able to overcome and look at it objectively and see that hey, there is love in this it's not just there are I, that's why i said the trolls and the nasty ones uh, they need help that's i would just put that in uh, probably uh, but the ones who are definitely providing critical feedback uh, you know they are there is love in there it's not just uh, yeah just critical feedback yeah talking and all about these platforms have a beautiful sorry i was just saying all these platforms have a beautiful feature called called uh, block So, yes i will see this <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i agree uh, definitely okay, sorry. Uh, you know even i have done that for few of them uh, they, they they come with an intention and you have an intention that you want to keep it clean and you can always block them but talking about community now now this new thing uh, specifically is becoming bigger and bigger uh, especially around content creators people who are creating content is about how do we capitalize on community uh, what are you trying to do now because you have a good base of millions of followers you know people will create write books so that the community gets better there are people who would have you been approached to write a book or you know build a community around what you already have yeah paid courses books all of these are a natural extension of the work we do So I have uh, recently uh, come out of my job with Byju's, and uh, hmm. up up until now I didn't have the bandwidth to think about any of this. I was just happy with the channel the way it was, and I was doing the job, and it was sort of a full time, you know, seven day occupation. But now that I've been, it's been a few months now, and I'm now sort of thinking about how to do it. uh how to get ideally i you asking me and i'm being very honest i don't like charging my audience for anything because my intent was that i want to give this content free of cost right so i need to wrap my head around this as to how we can create value for students and we can do because we all need that monetization as well because that's what keeps yeah. you keeping the quality going and keeping you know the whole 
ecosystem thriving so i don't have an answer right now but it is something i'm thinking about but i started engaging with the community much more now i do a daily quiz for example on my community tab and a lot of students so i had one day a quiz which 45000 students answered and wow. it's a simple english question that i ask so every day i do that so i'm just engaging the community a little bit more into a formal learning mode and uh, i literally maybe the next time we meet on a podcast i may have something to say but right now it's very early for me to give you this answer at all okay now when you uh, you know you were doing still a job till uh, this time right and now you have your own employees so you were an employee employee uh, for another company and you are an employer of other employees right like you have a team of five or six so how are you able to balance both because uh, switching on from being an employee to being a ceo it's a it's a constant and it happens with me uh, i do employ a couple of folks on my own because i have to manage the content and content generation piece uh with my work as well uh, so how are you able to switch your minds between the two because those two hats are very different yeah. hats very different hats and it's a very good question you asked you know there's been so much learning for me in these 3 years I was an employee I became an entrepreneur I became an employee again and then I'm back to being an entrepreneur so I've been in those modes in and out and yeah. the one thing I learned you know when I I'll tell you when I when I joined Byju's for instance I found that people who've been in jobs always yeah. been in jobs have a very hmm. manager mindset yeah you know they are not so concerned about their own skill sets they are mm. more concerned about can i increase my team size can i get the next position can i you know get a larger territory so when i see that and i come in with an entrepreneurial mindset and i realize that there is nothing like a designation or a territory or anything it's all about your skill set and what you bring to the table even you could be so i was vice president head of content marketing it was a senior position and i could have sat on my laurels and just given a few instructions of course it doesn't work like that but i'm just saying i could have sort of been a very hands off manager kind of person but because i was an entrepreneur and as an entrepreneur you you asked a question of how do you toggle between being an employee and ceo I think when you are an entrepreneur you don't feel like a CEO at all you feel like you know you're the bottom say like at the top you are everything there's no feeling of entitlement at all so now you've come with that of you you knowing so like I said I used to edit my videos and I would so the whole chain of work I was supervising as an entrepreneur then I walked into an organization where at one point I had 330 people under me Wow. and i was as hands on as i am i would be all about the skills i would sit with the editor i would sit with people i would sit with the animator i would sit with the writer with the physics teacher with the biology teacher and we would discuss the details and look at the data and then fine tune and then talk details i was never about you know big picture i was all about those on the ground things that we could do 
and I realized that I was very different from the other managers. And my, I have to say this, but my team was fond of me because they knew that she's coming from a place of knowing. Yeah. What feedback she's giving us, she has done it, tried, tested, and she's giving us actionable inputs. And I would let them learn because I had learned my own way. So when they would come and tell me, Chetna, can we do this? I would tell them, see, it's YouTube. You have to try. Unless you try, you will not know. Don't trust me. Because yeah. what worked for Chet Chat may not work for Baiju's. You know, there's no formula. That's correct. So we must try. And they would love it because I would give them full authority to try. And if they didn't do well, which many times would happen, they would come back sheepishly and saying, you know, I tried. I said, that's all right. The mm. success and failure is a different thing. But if you don't, my problem is if you stop trying. So yeah. please keep trying. And whatever are the learnings, put them on the table. All of us are going to share the learnings. Mm. And we will keep it. And it's not personal. It's not you tried, you failed. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It is experiment. It is learning. And we all learn and we all grow. And we all look at it with a fine tooth comb. So I feel today, if somebody were to ask me, I feel entrepreneurs make very good managers because they know how to work, they are hardworking, they know the top to bottom of everything and they know sensitively how to manage people and get the best out of them also because they have not had the luxury of having 300 people. So they really appreciate people and the work that they do. Hmm. So I don't know if I've answered your question, but it was it was an interesting sort of in and out of being a manager and an entrepreneur. <laughs> no, so no, so are you looking to get into another job? Or are you looking now? Okay, let's make Chat Chat a a bigger one now. Yeah, the intent is right now. I am. Uh, it will take a lot for somebody to get me into a job, you know. And and I did actually. Okay. I I have to say that Baiju also persisted for three months and I was like I don't mm. want to join I don't want to join and then you know literally he was on a zoom call with me and he said Chetna, you can do it you know you can try it give it a shot you know so it took a lot but I and even today I know that it'll take a lot for somebody to convince me to take a job but my focus is entirely now on Chechat. I really want to there's a lot left to be done it's oh, it's yes. not big by any standards or it's it hasn't done everything that it can possibly do so yeah no and if you look at stories like physics wala and all of them like who grew from youtube right uh, and they originally started even baiju started with just putting out content free and then it became what it is today uh, that's one path and the other part is my favorite which is khan academy right oh, sal khan yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, he's my idol. Right. If I ever have to, uh, there is a, you know, a teacher in me as well. And if I ever think that, hey, if that's my retirement, I would probably do what Sal did. Right. Uh, do it non-profit rather than do it for profit. Uh, right. So uh, and that's something which, uh, you know, is always uh, a piece. Right. Uh, where should you do it on your own platform or should you do it on a platform like YouTube? Uh, where you may be giving it out free, but you do get money because of the AdSense and all of that. And people who are watching it, uh, they invariably are paying you by watching the ads also. Uh, so 
you know does that thought cross your mind i know you're you don't want to charge people right and you made that statement yeah. but yeah. there is this aspect through that they are paying by their time watching that ad yeah and i love the salkan uh, reference because it ties in with what i what i just said to you that not charging doing it for free is closest to my heart you know if you're telling me today to go the uh physics wala way with all due respect everyone has a different uh, life path and i am no yeah. one to determine but that is not my chosen uh, way to go you know scale and revenue and millions of dollars of valuation is doesn't uh, make me feel like that's my purpose in life yeah. so i will do what i do uh deeper better but reach out to more people and try the salkan route i know it's it's a big lofty person we are looking at an amazing guy we never yeah. sort of even get to be his shadow but uh, he's a great uh, role model you know yeah he is and his platform is one of the most sophisticated platforms uh yeah people would imagine right like the learning paths which it has created the teacher paths the student paths is just beautiful like the way he's put that energy uh, in yeah. it, uh, to build something so yeah. profound yes i've seen that question of yours i i left behind the platform your platform or or youtube so you answered it you know the way sal khan has been able to give you youtube is a great platform but unfortunately the navigation is not uh, complete for a student learning journey uh, on youtube they may not be able to complete it as effectively as they could on your own platform so that is definitely a wiser choice from a learning perspective but but sorry yeah. i interrupted you no 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 i was getting to the point that uh, for an education system to be benchmark i think his platform is the the gold standard at least in my mind right i no disrespect to any other education platforms but his platform is a gold standard for me at least absolutely and can me go the latest ai uh, you know tool that he's brought out mind blowing wasn't it you know yes. i think he's brilliant he's dedicated he's apart from a brilliant mind great communicator great human great sort of passion dedication he's a boon for our planet i think yes he is and boon for many children i i tell many grown ups today right khan academy is not just for children it's for us also so if you want to learn the basics of maths which people forget pretty quickly it's the best platform to do so uh if you know it's a question which i ask people if you had to restart your youtube today on the path which you are right it got you probably 5 to 8 years like you said it took you 99th video to get where you are or that to get a first hit and then you've had subsequent hits after that if you were to restart today chetna what would you do differently you know it's uh, it's been a winding journey i've thought about this a couple of times that you know we've made a lot of mistakes and if we had to do it again what would we do um mm. i hate to say that i 
think if I have to restart, I may end up on the wrong path. I'll tell you why. Because if I go back eight years uh-huh. and if I have this feeling that I have to do well sitting in front of me, I may not have chosen this journey of going English, teaching, this hard way of no sort of jokes and games and, you know, um, the tempting root of YouTube would then sit in front of me all over again. And I would have to make the choice all over again of not going down that path. See, I have not gone down the very tempting and the large paths of YouTube, which is, you know, comedy, beauty and you know all of this gaming and all the hindi and there's a lot of tempting large roads in front of you which i have sidestepped and if i go back eight years my fear is i hope i don't go down one of those paths because i don't want to so Hmm. in a sense to answer your question i would say that i'm proud of the, the the hard route that I have taken and I I hope when I go back I would do the same thing again because this is the hard way and this is what I really want yeah there's also a temptation for many youtubers which I see that let's start a second channel yeah yeah would you do that I've also come to that point many times Let's start a second Mm -hmm. channel in Hindi because the content is already there. All you need to do is to dub it in Hindi. Yeah. So, well, uh, you know, I feel like I just need to do more, more teaching, more learning, more students and not worry so much about how to monetize it. You know, do I need two channels? Do Mm -hmm. I need a course? Do I need this? Do I need that? So you can put your mind in one or two directions. The moment you start putting it into monetization, it sucks your brain and your focus there. I don't want to put my mind into that. I'm like, I'm fine. I just want to put my mind in, what is that next English topic that I want to create? As long as my mind is only in this place, I think I'm in the right space. Now, Chetna, this has been a wonderful and an awesome conversation. Um, and it's sorry if I've picked your brains in many days. See, I said I say you're sorry a lot and I did say it right now. And I'm trying to learn from your video and I'll be a good student <laughs> to you. Uh, and, I, and I loved what you've been saying, uh, you know, kids and students, you've used that word. So you when you're putting content, you've taken the avatar of a teacher and you're looking at all your audience as a student. So I am your student also. Oh my God, so, uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, no, but it's been a wonderful conversation and I've picked your brains in many different directions and thank you for being a complete, uh, sharing your perspectives in complete honesty and transparency. And I've loved this conversation and I'm sure the audience uh, would have gone through this video and seen the other side of Chetna uh, through this conversation as well. <laughs> but thank you, Anisha. I really need to thank you because you started uh, by saying that this is just like we're having coffee and it feels like that. I've been on several podcasts where it feels like a forced conversation, but this, we could go on for hours, you know, and it's just so, so yes. natural. So kudos to you really again 
you do this so beautifully and may you continue to share wonderful stories with people and continue to build this amazing content so a lot of credit to you and thank you for having me on your show no thank you thank you chetna thank you for your valuable time uh, and take care and uh, look forward to your next content on next friday Thank you.